Brooke found her locker and spun the dial, then placed her lunch inside. The bell rang, signaling five minutes until the tardy bell. Brooke hitched her backpack higher on her shoulder and headed toward room 108. The room wasn't unique. Bulletin boards covered in butcher paper, the smell of dry erase markers, and antiseptic. Desks on either side of the room faced each other, leaving a large aisle down the center. Brooke had never minded this type of classroom setup, until today. With only three rows of desks on each side, it would be harder to hide. A few students milled around the room, chatting with friends. Brooke took an empty seat on one of the back rows and sat down. She quickly pulled a book out of her backpack, Emma, her favorite Austin novel, and buried her face in it. Maybe if she read, she wouldn't have to introduce herself to anyone. I have to make friends eventually. This is where I'm stuck for the next two years. Even though her parents were in mediation, she had little hope the two would get back together. Two years, then she could head to Los Angeles and become a real matchmaker. It had been her dream ever since reading an article about matchmaking in a magazine three years earlier, but her parents' separation made it seem hollow. Brooke closed her eyes, fighting back the pain. She was good at matching people up. She knew who would fit and who wouldn't. That giggling couple by the whiteboard, for example? They were sending out signals all over the place that they were into each other. His hand on her arm, her fingers twirling her hair, their eyes dancing away and back to each other. They would work, for a year or two at least, which is practically an eternity in high school terms. She knew it just like she knew the guy flirting with the girl by the pencil sharpener did it to show off to his friends. Luke! A boy with bleached blonde hair and skater shoes jumped across a desk and bumped fists with another guy. How was your summer? Awesome. The second boy grinned, and Brooke's breath caught in her throat. He had the straightest, whitest teeth she'd ever seen. And those eyes? They were so blue she could tell the color even from across the room. Not a light blue like hers, but darker, more intense. He wore a letterman's jacket and had cheekbones that were to die for. His hair was dark and messy and perfect. No, you're not allowed to have a crush on anyone this year, Brooke. She was through with men, at least temporarily. Heard you and Beth broke up, Skater Shoes said. Luke shrugged. It was good while it lasted. It lasted a month. Luke scratched his head. It wasn't working out. You'll find someone else soon, Skater Shoes said, then made kissing noises. Luke shoved the boy. Shut up, Chris. Luke motioned his head toward Brooke. She quickly buried her nose in her book, hoping they hadn't caught her staring. So who's the new girl? Luke asked in a lowered voice. It was almost a whisper, and Brooke struggled to pick out the words. Not sure. Transfer from another high school? Brooke sunk a little lower in her seat, feeling her cheeks heat. She had to fill in a few blanks, but caught the gist of what they were saying. In a school of 2,000 students, she hadn't thought her status as new girl would be so obvious. Huh. It sounded like Luke again. Next conquest, Chris said, punching Luke in the arm. Were they still talking about her? She's hot. Shut up, man. Chris made more kissy sounds. If you don't ask her out, I will. Brooke's fingers tightened around the book. 
They most definitely were talking about her, even if she did have to strain to hear. Don't acknowledge them. They're just guys being guys, and guys suck. Doesn't she get a say in the matter? Luke's voice had risen, although still a quiet whisper. She looks like the kind of girl who has better taste than you. So you do think she's hot? Shh, she's going to hear us. Yeah, okay, she's hot. Maybe she can be your next Beth. And maybe hell will freeze over, too.